Hello, everyone. You're listening to Journey into an Unknown World. I'm Dr. Margaret Rogers Van Koops, and I like to take the strange and the unusual, the normal, twist it around and make it strange and unusual. Sometimes I like to just have fun, and sometimes I like to be very serious. Well, today I'd like to talk to you about chaos. You know, there's a lot of things happening because the planets are square to one another, or some are more at a, an advantage point, being they have a wider angle together, while some are very close. So, what does that exactly mean? Well, well, I don't want to give you a talk about astrology. What I do want to say is that we are being bombarded by photons of light and the chemistry of the universe, if you like, of waves of energy. Sound vibration and light vibration is right now hitting you on the top of your head and, of course, all over your body. And what does that mean? Well, it means that you are being, without realizing it, I might add, changed. Now, you may have noticed that you don't want to drink as many beers or that you want to learn to meditate or perhaps you're asking yourself, what is my purpose? What is my direction? Why am I here? I just seem to be going through a lot of chaos. What's the point of chaos? I can tell you myself that throughout the beginning of this year, right up until now, in fact, today, I'm still going through a lot of chaos, which is why I chose to pick this subject. Obviously, we have to think and feel how we want things to be in our lives, and we try and make sense of everything. But our unconscious mind has a library of memories that we never seem to access. For example, if you were walking down the street five years ago and suddenly someone dropped a piece of metal onto a floor nearby a scaffolding, you might well have jumped out of your skin and in some way thought, thank God it didn't fall on my head. Well, in a way, that's what it's like with the photons. You're walking around and you're saying to yourself, well, I hope that everything works out okay and then suddenly something does drop on your head, only it's not a piece of iron or metal. What it is, is a transformation, a change forced upon you when you least expect it. So let me give you an example out of my life. I came back from Japan having caught a bug and that went through my body very quickly. And then after that, I lost my voice, and there I was whispering to my uh, translator all the sentences that I couldn't speak out aloud. Fortunately, she's talking in Japanese, I'm talking in English, and not everybody had to understand English. So I got away with it. But what if I'd have been at home? What if I'd have been teaching here in America? How would I have done that? Well, I'm happy to say that with modern things, I could have whispered over a microphone and everybody could have heard me. You see, there is always an alternative. What we don't realize is that when we look at an alternative, up comes fear, pain, anger, 
guilt, a sense of loss, a sense of worry and anxiety, that whatever else may happen in the future, how do you know that you're going to cope with it? What if it all goes wrong? Now, the thing that I like to talk to people about is understanding that whatever is happening to you is happening for a reason. Yes, it is making you open your eyes, listen with your ears, speak with your mouth, touch more things, inquire about everything, and be a detective. Of course, all over the world right now, there is chaos. There's war, there's starvation, there's a lot of flooding, there's a lot of snow, there's a lot of too hot places as well, where people are sweating, there's a drought. It's hard to believe that when you're looking at a pile of snow. You see, each of us is involved in the things that we know and the things that make us comfortable. The things that we like, even if we don't like them, are the known. And though we may complain about them and though we may be angry that no one's saving us from all that's going down around us, the bottom line is we have to learn to be responsible in our mind, heart, body, spirit to make choices ourselves. Now, I'll pause here for a minute and just remind everyone that uh, with all this chaos coming down, if you'd like a reading, I can channel for you. I can answer all your questions. All you have to do is write to me, Dr. Margaret, rvc at gmail.com. That's D-R-M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T-R-V-C, as in Charlie, at gmail.com. And tell me what it is you'd like me to focus on for you, and I'll be able to sit down at night when it's quiet and channel all the information that you need to understand how to balance the chaos that's going around you. Okay, that's my little advert, right? So now let me come on to an example of chaos in someone else. I met someone recently who'd just started a new salon. She was very up and very positive about it, and this started in November last year. And She'd got a lot of expenses, of course, in starting a new business, but she had lots of clients too, so everything seemed to be balancing. You know, the left hand received the money and the right hand gave it out, but somehow she was cool about it. She felt her business was growing. And then, out of the blue, the owner of her salon passed away suddenly. And the family that owned the building decided they wanted to sell it this year. Calamity for her. She just spent all this money building up her salon, and here were these people wanting to sell it. And her first response to me was, Oh dear, she said it a bit stronger than that, I might add, uh, I have to move. And I looked at her and I said, Do you really? And she said, Well, of course. And I said, Well, haven't you invested enough in the building already, changing the waterworks and all the different things to make your salon what it is? And she said, well, yes, I have. I said, did you have good credit for that? She said, well, it's reasonable. 
So I said to her, well, why don't you buy the building? You see, she looked at me in awe and then sort of went, oh, oh, <laughs> I made these little noises while she stumped around on the floor and then said, but I never thought of that myself. Why didn't I think of that? And I said, well, that's because you're used to renting. You're used to having someone's back behind you. And here today, with everything that's happened, you're on your own. And the question is, are you strong enough? Do you believe in your power and ability to go ahead and own a property and build it up in such a way that you could make something else of yourself? Be different. Look at yourself differently. See yourself not just as a hairdresser, salon owner, but as a property owner, a manager, an organizer. Well, she took a big breath and she said, Oh, that's so much responsibility now you put it like that. I mean, the building's going to have to be renovated. And then we're going to have to register and I'm going to have to find more people to rent the other apartments. And then I'm going to have to rent the other shop and all and all and all. And in no time at all, she had talked herself out of the idea of owning the property, even though at first it had seemed a good thing. Well, she left me and I didn't say any more. After all, it's her life and she wants to do what she wants to do. Next thing I know, she calls me back and she says, oh, everything's gone wrong, you know, and she listed a whole bunch of things. I won't bore you with it. But the bottom line was the property needed much more renovation than anyone had realized. And because of that, the price on the property had come tumbling down. So what did she want to do with it? Well, I said to her, you know, you have to think about this very seriously. My advice to you is get an architect, get a plumber, get whatever it is you need to come and look at it, give you advice, learn from them, and open your door of consciousness. Let your mind absorb that information don't try and make a decision before you've learned something. Oh, she said, it's like going back to school. I said, yes, it is. But it can't be bad. You have to go into it with the adult belief that going back to school is wonderful. After all, there's no one like mom or dad or the school teacher saying you have to go and you have to study this subject. After all, I said, whoever you employ to come and look, or just not employ but ask, come and look and give you some of their knowledge, their wisdom. Isn't that going to teach you something? Oh, she said, that's a good way to look at it. I said, of course. I said, if you talk yourself out of doing something, you'll never do anything. But if in the midst of this chaos, you step back and you say to yourself, what would I tell someone else in these circumstances? How would I advise them? Well, she went away again in her own way, and I didn't see her for a while. And then she called me up and she said, I've just closed on the property. So I said, well done. Well, of course, it remains to be seen where she goes and what she does with all of it. But I could see her brain ticking over. 
She'd already decided that she wanted to have somebody who was eligible in alternative medicine and she wanted someone else in her property that would be good at doing something like chiropractic or whatever. I, I don't know what she'll do, but the point is she's motivated. So I want to say to you, if you're listening, are you motivated? Are you ambitious? Do you have ideas running around in your head how to escape the chaos, how to get organized and productive? One of the things that I've talked about on earlier shows is that we all come in with a coding and that coding gives us our personality and character. As we evolve and age, it develops more and more within us. And as time goes by, we begin to realize, hey, I can manage these things. So, for example, for me, I have modes of power, perseverance, and passion. So, all oh, three Ps. Interesting, huh? So, when I want to do something, yes, I've got the passion. I, I'm full of desire. I want to get on with it right away. But, of course, when you start to do something right away, if you haven't thought it through, there comes chaos. All the unexpected things you don't know are going to occur turn up on your doorstep. So I could give you a long list of all the many things that have happened around me, but the point is it's not about me, it's about you and you who are listening. I want you to understand that you can look around you and you can see all sorts of opportunities. But you first have to ask yourself, do I have excitement? Do I have some enthusiasm? Do I have some passion? some zeal, some zest, the energy to start something new. Now, some people will say, well, I can't, you know, my, my body's not up to standard. I can't walk very well, or I, you know, I can't type, or I can't something. I want to say to you who say those kinds of things to yourself, that there is absolutely no word like can't in your mind. There can't be, there mustn't be, and so on. You have to allow yourself to say, I am omnipresent. In other words, I am fully in the moment, and in this moment, I am refusing to be swept away by chaos by my mind giving me a thousand and one ideas, by my emotions giving me all sorts of fears, worries, terrors, traumas, anxieties. I'm going to be in this space where my heart is beating comfortably and where my eyes are just relaxed and I'm listening to the world and I'm listening to myself and I'm saying in this moment of crisis, what is my next step. Well, it might be that you're telling yourself the next step is something rather ridiculous. For example, I live in the desert and I found myself thinking a little bit about wouldn't it be nice to ice skate? And the truth is, I've only ever ice skated twice in my life and I wasn't very good. So what was I really telling myself? It's a symbol. When we skate, we go a lot faster than we intend to do. When we're in the heat, as I am here all the time, 
It's easy to be lazy and say, hey, it's too hot to go out. So I was giving myself a message that, hey, don't be lazy, don't stay home, get out, go out and about, explore, and go as fast as you can, and as wisely as you can. So I reached out, and yes, as a result of that, I'm going to be teaching in Canada, in Calgary, my crystal acupuncture and pterogram therapy, as well as do readings, metaphysiotherapy treatments. I'll stay for a few days for private sessions, and I'm going to stretch my boundaries. I'm going to be in an unknown world to me. Cold, probably. Maybe snow on the ground. I don't know. And, of course, lots of new friends, people to talk to, things to see and do. It's going to be a wow time. Now, I could sit here on the other side of the fence and say, Oh, my goodness, I have to pack. I have to worry about all the kits. I have to make sure all the books are there. I have so much to do. I'm overwhelmed with so much to do. I could just say, I'll go on my own. I'll just sit there and in a corner and uh, just talk when I'm spoken to or give my lecture and sit down and hope nobody bothers me. <laughs> it would be a bit silly going all that way, wouldn't it, to be like that? But yes, there are people who do that. They say I'm going to go out and about, and they say that they're going to change their life. But when they join a club or go on a work trip or something, they just hang back, hiding in the corners of the room. Are you one of those? Because if you are, this is definitely a time when the planet Uranus and Saturn are banging on your head to say, get up, get out, and do something differently. Of course, you know, it could be that you have a health issue, and it might be that you're on a certain drug, and maybe that drug is giving you side effects. So maybe in that space, a change of whatever pill you have for another one. Maybe a change of diet. This is a good time for a lot of people to eat less and eat more healthy or drink those drinks that allow you to lose weight. Whatever your choice is, it's all about going down a different road. And that road is a different point of view. It doesn't mean that you have to stop doing what you're doing. It does mean that you need to do it with a different mentality and a different emotional understanding about yourself while you're doing it. So coming back to me, my passion says, get on, and people say, no, you can't, it's too early, or you're not right for this, and so on. If I'd have listened to everyone over the years telling me what I can't do, I wouldn't have done the many, many, many things that I've done. Not to brag... I've done dancing on stage, singing on stage. I've done my own TV show, radio show, videos. I've talked and taught in so many countries, I've lost count. I've traveled back and forth around the world. And always in some way, I have done something that people say can't be done. Why? Because I have perseverance. I don't give up. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And each time you try, you get better at it. It's like playing the piano. You know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It keeps practicing. 
But in time, they're going to play something like Rukmaninov. Then, won't we be pleased that we've put all that time and effort into practicing? Practicing is not about beating yourself up. You don't want to cause create chaos in your mind and get creative in telling yourself just how bad you are. What you need to do is to let that passion and that desire to be better increase little by little. Be patient with yourself. Trust yourself that you'll get there eventually. Some people get there very quickly. They manifest their skills very quickly. Others take longer. There's no race. It's not the tortoise and the hare race. You're not up against everyone else to beat them. You're here for you. You're here on this planet to enjoy your growth, your spiritual understanding, your experiences of the world teach you a lot. You become wise, strong, independent, and powerful the more mature you become. Okay, so you might say, well, you know, I'm I'm more a child. You know, I'm 78 and I'm more a child. I giggle a lot and I don't really do much. I'm retired. I twiddle my thumbs. I spend some time in the garden or something. Well, hey, that's your choice and nobody's judging you. But don't put yourself down because that's all you do. Ask yourself, what else can you do? Maybe it's time to develop a creative skill. Again, I'd like to do a little ad here and talk about my book, Discover Your Baby Spirit. The reason I'm mentioning this is because more and more young people are birthing even betterly evolved babies, more spiritually aware. And these young people who are mothers and fathers are very psychic. But they're, um, should we say, they've never had anyone teach them because the generations before had it but blocked it. So these young folks, they want to know, they want to learn, and they want to bring their kids up the right way. They don't want any more kids rushing into schools with guns. They want kids who can go to school and share their creativity and learn well. So my book, Discover Your Baby's Spirit, is a mother's guide. It's about what kind of child do you have? There are five types of people on this planet, the hero, the star, the indigo, the crystal, and the latest, the liquid crystal children. The liquid crystal children can tap into the emanations of the DNA. They can pull up things that happened thousands of years ago. And as long as it's encouraged, these kids will learn fast, very quickly. They'll get straight A's. And they'll show you their talents, singing, dancing, acting, science, doctoring, whatever it is. They'll show you. They're our future. They're the ones who will truly bring us out of chaos. But of course, it always begins with us inside first. If your brain is going round and round, up and down, in and out, backwards and forwards over issues, worrying, concerned, just generally wondering what. In some way, you're in fear. A long time ago, someone taught me that fear is your friend because it'll warn you, don't put your hand in the fire. 
or don't stand on the edge because you might fall. That kind of fear is sensible. But to be afraid of yourself, to be afraid of your own skills and talents, to tell yourself you'll never amount to anything, to push down your self-esteem, your self-worth, and your self-value is very destructive for you and for you alone. But of course, those who interact with you, they're going to want to try and save you from, from yourself and they're going to want to try and help you help them. Yes, there's always a catch, isn't there? Someone wants to save someone. Well, it's time you saved yourself. And to do that, you need to turn off your mind, your conscious mind. You need to switch the chaos off. You need to become a little bit more methodical, more organized. I've got paper notes all over the place. I think it's organized. I know where everything is, but when I come in and I look at them, I go, oh my goodness, which one's the most important one? So I realized just sticking them up on the board wasn't good enough. I needed sections, priority, high priority, low priority. <laughs> Helped me a lot to just think of that silly little thing. I want to say to you, do the same. If it's in your house, organize it. Put things where you can find them. Don't lose your keys because you can't remember where you put them. Have a place for them. Everything should be returned from where it's been kept. I know that some people forget that there is a place for something to be kept. So you need to tell your mind, notice it, look at it, see the color of it, see yourself put your thing there, and know that that is the exact place where you will find it the next time. What is that? That's called spotting. When your brain spots something, it will remember it. If you just do it without looking and without thinking and plop it down somewhere, you'll never find it again. So you need to do some spotting. Spot the people you'd like to work with. Spot the companies you'd like to work with. Investigate. Find out what they're doing. Ask yourself, are they the kind of people I want in my life? In the past millennium, it was all about, am I? What fits into their world? Am I what they are looking for? Oh, I do hope so. I do really hope I'm good enough. Well, that's old history now. That created a lot of chaos. We had a lot of troubles through the 1900s, all because everyone was in competition, trying to beat the odds, trying to be what someone else wants them to be. And chaos was rampant, shall we say, throughout that century. And here we are in an overlap. We're just like one hour in the universal sense of time into the new age, the Aquarian age, the second spiritual age. And of course, we're still babies in this. We're still carrying the old ideas from the last century to be in chaos. But surely you can see now as all the planets are working on you right now, that the light that's hitting you is transforming your thoughts. So don't deny them. Acknowledge them. Give yourself credit for what you're thinking. Value what you're thinking. 
listen to your emotions, the deep emotions, the feelings that say, I could do this, and follow them. Disregard the ones that say, oh no, it's too much work. If you want to achieve something, you got to go do it. So my advice to you now is always think about something, but plan it, organize it, structure it, and then find that passion, that zeal and zest, and go out and do it. And when you've done it, then what you're going to find out is that anything and everything that you do manifests successfully. I know. I've done that. I've experimented with it over the years. When everyone said to me it can't be done, I've proved them wrong. It can be done. To end, I'll just say that my teacher told me in my English grammar school, you'll never be a writer, you're useless. Today I have 12 books published and more on the way. So if you'd like to listen to more of this show, Journey into an Unknown World, there are approximately 85 shows on iTunes. You can find the link and go there and download the podcast for free. Now here's my little thing I've been talking about, doing seminars and webinars on these shows. I will be doing that. It's just a question of getting everything in perspective, organized, taking the steps, doing everything in the right way, so that when we do finally come back to you and say, hey, the webinars are up, we're going to take this further, we're going to help you get over the hump that's blocking you from moving forward, then I'll be able to talk to you, you'll be able to listen to me live, and we'll be able to interact. This is my plan, and of course it takes time to put things into action. So, to wind up, chaos can be your friend if you see it for what it is and understand you're not going to be a party to chaos, but rather work within the framework of what is going on around you and cautiously, meticulously, practically organize your thoughts into the emotional stimuli that motivates you to get on with the next stage in your life. So from there, I want to say goodbye, stay well, be happy until the next show. Bye for now.